and welcome to Tuck and Run, the world's number one American football game show. As always, I'm your host, Dale Tucker. Week 17 is in the books, and the regular season has finally, mercifully for some of us, come to an end. Long live the playoffs. But, being a Detroit Lions fan, I would like to take a moment to eulogize all those teams that didn't make it into the postseason and say a few words about each team. To the New England Patriots, don't worry, you'll be back. To the Dolphins, hopefully Tua is the guy. To the Jets, firing Adam Gase was hopefully the first of many good things to happen to your team. To the Bengals, two words, Joe Burrow. To the Texans, there's always 2022. To the Jaguars, I hope Urban Meyer isn't the next great college head coach to completely wash out in the NFL, but if he is, at least you'll have Trevor Lawrence. Probably. To the Chargers, also two words, Justin Herbert. And, maybe, Eric Bieniemy. Fingers crossed. To the Raiders, mm, only seven more seasons of John Gruden. And don't forget, he does have Tony Dungy's Super Bowl ring. To the Broncos, John Elway finally stepping back means you might be able to draft the right quarterback. To the Giants, I was wrong about Joe Judge. He looks like a keeper. To the Eagles, two quarterbacks must be better than one, right? To the Cowboys, don't worry. You still have to give a third of your cap space to Dak Prescott coming off a major injury. What's the worst that can happen? To the Falcons, draft Justin Fields and figure it out later. For the Panthers, Teddy Bridgewater ain't it. To the Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury ain't it either. To the 49ers, you are one great quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. To the Vikings, one day, your defensive guru head coach will give you a good defense again, right? And to my Detroit Lions, Robert Sala, no matter what. Anyways, we have a great show today. Fargo is back to defend his undefeated record against, who else, but Captain Rush. Yeah, it's one of those weeks. But that's enough for me. Let's start the show. All right, Rush, Fargo, welcome. How are you guys doing? Still doing good. How are you doing, D-Tuck? Oh, you know, finally the season is over, so I'm doing pretty good. I don't have to worry about <laughs> yeah. my Lions anymore. Not no, for you a just while. get to look forward to unlimited potential in the offseason. Yeah, I did a eulogy for all 18, 18 teams in the in the intro. I gave like a one-sentence, one little thing for each team, and uh, yeah, the Lions. I said Robert, I quoted draft day, and I said Robert Sala no matter what. So if it's anything <laughs> short of that, I might, we'll see what happens next year. But Rush, you just barely missed the playoffs. Uh, Fargo, you are a Packers fan, correct? So you are yes, sitting sir. pretty first place. Rush, I will say this. It does suck that the Eagles didn't play J- that pulled Jalen Hurts. But, I mean, that's what happens when you, you – if you had won one more game, you would have been in. So Yeah. At the same time, let's not pretend that that's a good thing, though. You're a mediocre yeah, team. You don't want thing. a playoff spot. Yeah, yeah. The, the draft pick will be nice because, you know, gets get a little more talent. But anyways, all right. I assume you guys have no questions. Fargo, you're undefeated. Call the coin in the air. Heads or tails? Heads. It is, in fact, finally heads, probably for the first time in 17 weeks. All right. Uh, offense or defense first? I'll go ahead and defer. Defer, which for those who don't know, means he's going on defense first. Rush, first and 10 at your 20. What would you like to do? Um, we're going to 10-yard run fantasy football. All right. Changing up his strategy a little bit. Which defense slash special teams had the most points in week 17? The run, right? Was it the Saints, the Rams, the Bills, or the Ravens? Bills. 
Mm, that is correct. The Bills had how many points, Rush? Uh, I don't know. I oh, did, I you know what? Checked. I'm going to take yards away from you. The Bills had 21 fantasy football points in week 17. That's First, uh, they're followed by the Rams, the Saints, and then the Ravens, chronologically. First and 10 at the 30. Um, 10-yard run, fantasy football. <laughs> Just going to drain this because you know it's the one category that he's not great at. It's the one category I can get right. Which kicker scored the most points in week 17? Was it Greg Zerline, Kaimi Fairbairn, Ryan Suckup, or Sam Sloman? Fairbairn. Fairbairn is, in fact, correct. He scored 16, one point more than Greg Zerline, good for second. So his second and 20, back at right. the 20. 20-yard um, pass, fantasy football. 20-yard pass. <laughs> get a little impatient. 20-yard pass, fantasy football. Which, and this is PPR, which tight end scored the most points in week 17? Darren Waller. Rush, what are you doing giving him all this time? Five seconds? Darren Waller is, in fact, correct. Darren Waller scored 26.7 fantasy points, followed by Chris Herndon of the Jets. Farrell Brown should have wrote his team down. I th- what team is Farrell Brown on? Brown is a Texans tight end. Texans tight end? And Jared – I want to say Rams or Texans. But I think it's because I'm thinking of Farrell Cooper on the Rams back in the day. Jared Cook was fourth. But anyways, unfortunately, Rush, it is a turnover, but it is 20 yards downfield. So well, that's it's, nothing new for me. It's kind of like a small punt. It's first and 10, 40 yards from the end zone. What would you like to do, Fargo? I'll go ahead and do a 10-yard pass under Remarkable Runners. That is, in fact, the correct category title. Which player ran the fastest with the ball in their hands on a single play in week 17? Jonathan Taylor. And who, I, you know, when you're on, I should say who ran the second fastest. Do you know that? Are you kidding me? Uh, give me a second. He got it correct just to answer, to answer the question. He did get it correct. Jonathan Taylor ran 22.05 miles per hour on a 29-yard rush in week 17. However, who came in second? I need another second. Um, I remember Chubb. it. Nick Chubb is not in the top four, but I remember <laughs> that there was like two scrammers in the in the Vegas uh, the Denver game. That yeah, two and three are from the Judy. Vegas. I'm gonna say Judy just because he had more of a runway. So than Jerry a, Judy an on his 92 yard touchdown reception ran 21.38 miles per hour, good for third highest. Uh. Nelson Aguilar, never known as a burner although he's had a resurgence this year, ran 21.72 yards on a 57-yard – 21.72 miles per hour on a 57-yard reception. I, either mm-hmm. way, first and 10 at the 30. Hmm. I'll do a 10-yard pass under Remarkable Runners. All right. Which running back was the most efficient in week 17? I will remind you, efficiency is measured by average yards run – Per at yards run per <laughs> yards gained per every one yard gained. So, um, Jonathan Taylor. Oh, you know, not a bad guess. Second, second best. Average, Jonathan Taylor ran an average of two point four yards for every one yard he gained beyond the line of scrimmage. 
And we're just going with, like, efficiency, right? Yeah, so efficiency, according to AWS, is measured by the amount of yards they run per play on average, per yards gained, I believe. All right, I'm just going to go with uh... – crap, who's the, the Chargers – no, never mind. I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. <laughs> Aaron Jones is incorrect. The correct answer is J.K. Dobbins. He ran 2.09 yards on average per every yard gained or per play. I don't – they don't do a great job explaining that. But All right. second and 10 at the uh, 30. I'll do a 20-yard pass under This is your um, chance, Rush. radical receivers. This is your chance, Rush. I got this. Which okay. player had the most receptions in week 17? Tyler Lockett. Didn't – one second. <laughs> one second. How many receptions? 12 receptions. I think he had 16 targets. Ten. And you know what's funny, Rush? Right before we got on, he messaged me and said, this is going to be a tough week because I didn't watch film. I only looked at three games or whatever the heck you said to me. And then yeah, he gets three games. It's going to be tough. He watched three games. <laughs> three and games he's still gonna kill and me. no film. And he said he was been too busy looking at everything else. But Tyler Lockett, Darnell Mooney, who had a great rookie year for the for the Bears, Antonio Brown. And he had a career high with 11, didn't he? Yeah, Darnell Mooney, Antonio Brown, and Brandon Cooks all had 11. There were more players with 11, but I just take the top four. So first and 10 at the 10. I'll do a 10-yard pass. Radical receivers. Ten-yard pass, radical receivers again. Which player had the highest average – no. Well, yes, I'll say this because I don't want to make it too – it's a pass, right? Yeah. Which yeah. player had the highest average separation in week 17? Stephon mm. Diggs. Stephon Diggs is not in the top four, but I can see why you would say that. Why not just throw a name out there? It doesn't hurt you. You know, I'll just say Devontae Adams. When in doubt, just say Packers players. Unfortunately, neither of you are correct. <laughs> Kiki Kuti, Texan slot receiver, averaged uh. 5.2 yards of separation in week 17. Yeah, okay. I wasn't going to get that. No, I don't think any of you would have got it. I could have given <laughs> oh, you Oh, praise the Lord. You couldn't get that. Cam- I wasn't going to get it either. Cam Sims, Redskins receiver, averaged 5.1. Tyler Conklin, Tyler Conklin, excuse me, Vikings tight end, 4.8. And Cole Komet. Bears tight end, 4.6. That's the top four. Cole Komet had a game against us, just so you know. It's yeah, Cole Komet really- might be really good. I, I'm a fan of Cole Komet. Like, I liked him in the draft. I like not drafting tight ends in the first round. Let's just put it like that. So, <laughs> second, I mean, I'm still a big fan of uh, your tight end. Yeah, I'm a fan of Hawkinson, too, but I was not a fan of Ebron. And, you know, there's just been too many times. I, I think a t- yeah. running backs and tight ends don't need to be taken in the no, first Just round. go out of Iowa, and you'll be fine. Yeah, Kittle. Well, he was like a fifth-round pick. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. I'm just saying, take a tight end from Iowa, and you'll be fine. Yeah, there are some schools where, like, don't take a quarterback from Ohio State. Factories. And uh, although I like Justin Fields, but, well, that'll be an off-season <laughs> podcast discussion. For second and 10 at the 10. I'll do another 10-yard pass under radical receivers. Imagine if he did five to just really draw it out, Rush. That would hurt. Which receiver? Which Wait, I can go five? Of course. Five, 10, 20, oh, and 30. No. Oh, no, I'm still going to go 10, but. Okay, yeah, it's five, know. 10, 20, and 30. Which player had the highest average cushion in week 17? Ooh. And it is a well-known player. Stephon Diggs. <laughs> I don't. I will tell you. I made all of these questions. I don't think Stephon Diggs is ever an answer. But. So you may. You said it was a well-known player. It is a well-known. And I player. get hints. Yeah, I'll Stephon give you a hint. In uh, two, one, AFC North. That's the only hint you're gonna get. 
All right, so I've heard of the good tight ends in the AFC North. I didn't say tight end. I said it was a well-known player. No, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a tight end. Well, I will say one and two are tight ends, three and four are receivers. You have five seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to go with Andrews. That's why I should not have given you a hint, because it is, in fact, Mark Andrews. I was going to go with him or McDonald. Vance McDonald is second at 8.8. Mark Andrews averaged 10.1 yards of cushion against the Bengals in Week 17, meaning it is seven to nothing. They were playing way off of it. Playing against Fargo is a legitimate statistical nightmare. Yeah, he's very good. It's well, literally. I mean, the, the show is better for having Fargo on because he's the expert, and the idea would be have him on and yeah. then have a bunch of you guys challenge him and <laughs> ultimately embarrass yourselves. But we appreciate Smash you being here, Rush. Fargo. So first and ten, five minutes until the one-minute warning. At the 20 again, what would you like to do, Rush? Um, one day we'll have sound effects for touchdowns and field goals. Ten-yard run fantasy football. Ten-yard run fantasy football. Your question is, which wide receiver – Scored the second most points in, obviously in fantasy, in PPR in week seventeen. It's a run. It's a run. So you get is it Brandon Cooks, Marvin Jones, Antonio Brown, or Sterling Shepard? Sterling Shepard. Incorrect. Fourth most, thirty-three point six. So I know Brown went like a buck forty with le- with eleven and two. So that's like thirty-seven. <laughs> it's funny that you I know Marvin Jones runs. went exactly. Mar- I know he went exactly a buck eighty and two, with eight. I don't know what Brandon Cooks. I know four, three, two. Fuck, I'll go. I'll go Jones. I'll go Jones. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're right. Yes. Mar- even when I try to pressure him and not give hints, Marvin Jones Jr. scored thirty-eight fantasy points in PPR. Good for second most. Brandon Cooks. Did Cooks have like 39.6. Oh. 39.6. Marvin Jones scored the most, if not for PPR. I actually had to change the question because I you have to click PPR on the website I use. So, But because of PPR, Brandon Cooks scored the most. So, unfortunately, Rush, you're going in the wrong direction. Second and 20 Yay. at the 10. Um, Let's go 20 yard um, run. Fantasy football. Sound very, very confident. I'm not confident. <laughs> Which quarterback scored the most points in week 17? Was it Kirk Cousins, Cameron Newton, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, or Ryan Tannehill? I put five options for some reason. <laughs> so, um, which quarterback scored the most points in week 17? What was the first two options? Kirk Cousins, Cam Newton, Justin Herbert, Tom Brady, Ryan Tannehill. Take Are you going to make fun of me for my uh, for my, my Kirk choice Cousins. here? No, I'm not going to make fun of you. I'm not going to make fun of you. I actually think it's Cam. Oh, I, I'm going to make fun of you. Had... You really going to say Cam Newton? He had. Do you know Cam Newton? Side note: You both said you said Kirk Cousins. You said Cam Newton. So I'll stop the clock. Uh, Cam Newton only threw five passing touchdowns in 14 <laughs> games. When I saw that, that was. I'm a Cam Newton fan. Five passing touchdowns, and he started That's 14 embarrassing. games. Five. And he threw 10 interceptions. Now, he ran for 12 on the ground, so he had 17 and 10, essentially, plus whatever yeah, fumbles. But, but still, five passing touchdowns, that's got, that has to be a record for 14 starts to have five. Can I defend my cam choice? Yeah, really go ahead, quick? because I'm going to make I fun like of him. you. I, mean, I know he, he threw for like 250, 
and three touchdowns this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much he got on the ground, but I know he did decent enough on the ground. And I also know he got a trick play touchdown for like 20 yards. Cameron Newton off. scored the most fantasy points at quarterback this week. He scored 38.48. Kirk Cousins was second at 34.3. That was a 20-yard run, so his first and 10 at the 30. You actually have better field position than you did the last time he turned the ball over. So hey, okay. Let's go ahead and do a 30-yard pass under 30-yard pass, passes. potent passers. All right. Which quarterback threw the most aggressive throws in Week 17? Again, aggressive being measured by the defenders one yard or less away from his target at the time of the throw. Which quarterback threw the most aggressive throws in Week starting quarterback? Most aggressive throws in Week 17. Starting quarterback. Starting quarterback. Most aggressive throws. I'll give you a hint in twenty in twelve seconds. I'll give you a hint halfway through. I mean, I want to go with my classic. Like he's not a good quarterback take under Drew Locke, but I don't have enough info yet. I will tell you, this player plays in one of the Western divisions. Okay, fuck you. I'm going Justin Locke. Herbert. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was not going one. to say. Uh, also, by the way, we're trying not to swear on this podcast, but I was sorry. Also going to say. Uh, I was going to originally say AFC West, and then you said the Drew Locke things. So I'm like. Can't say AFC West. Drew Locke threw 31.7% of Drew Locke's throws were considered aggressive, which is which I will say is only 0.1% higher than which other Western Division quarterback. Neither, neither of you will get this. All right, so I'm just going to go One with a warning. different Western Division quarterback, and I'll say – Patrick Mahomes. John Wolford threw 31.6. Mahomes didn't play. So thir- John Wolford, <laughs> Rams starting quarterback, threw 31.6% of his passes were considered aggressive in week Good for him. 17. What point? Did you see the, the bit where uh, the backup of the Arizona of Kyler Murray? Yeah, was what's like his name? He's BFL. like, yeah, the, the Great Cup winner. He's got a lot of swag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so swag? you had like what's a CFL player going up against an XFL player at QB, and it was. Pretty funny, in my opinion. Yeah, that is funny. And so, I mean, I, the Cardinals needed to win that. I don't know. Like, I mentioned Cliff well, Kingsbury in the, in the uh, monologue. In the Just let the so. Bears simmer in their mediocrity with another bad draft pick. The, Bear, yeah. the Bears? We're talking about the Cardinals or the Bears? Well, the Cardinals <laughs> lost, so the Bears got in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's They nice. jumped like um, nine yeah, spots. Yeah. Anyways, just so you know, that is a touchdown. It's 14 to nothing at the one-minute warning. We, the clock was stopped. That's why it allowed us to talk about this. Rush, you were down 14 points at the 20 with a minute Yay! to go. What would you like to do? Um, I can call Hail Mary since it's in the last. You sure could call a Hail Mary. Yeah. We're going Hail Mary, boys. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I had no good questions this week for uh, Hail Marys. So this is going to be from week 13. Still relevant, though. With his two rushing touchdowns in week 13, Adrian Peterson moved to third place on the all-time games with two or more rushing touchdowns list behind Emmett Smith and which running back? So, in other words, this You said Hail Mary. I don't want to say anything crap. Yeah, if you say it wrong, it's a touchdown. Could you repeat the question? Adrian Peterson moved into third place on the all-time games list with two or more rushing touchdowns. In other words, there's three players Mm all-time – the top three players with the most games of two or more rushing touchdowns. Emmett Smith, Adrian Peterson, and who is the other player? 
So games with two or more – the most games with two or more rushing touchdowns. And it is a very well-known player. It's a Hall of Fame player. You have nine seconds. I, I want to say my player, but I don't Bo want Jackson. to say touchdown. Unfortunately, you probably should have just said nothing and let the time run out. Bo Jackson <laughs> is incorrect. There are 20 I seconds left. Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders is also incorrect. The correct answer, <laughs> so he sh- we should have let him say it, is LaDainian Tomlinson. Ladan- oh, okay. Emmitt Smith, uh, LaDainian Tomlinson, Adrian Peterson have the most games rushing with two or more rushing touchdowns. Anyways, <laughs> that's an interception. But, great, but I will say it's a touchback, so he needs 80 yards in 20 seconds. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do a 20-yard pass under potent Couldn't passes. you do a Hail Mary? He sure could if he wanted to. You should do a Hail Mary Fargo. You want to do a Hail Mary, Fargo? No. All right. A 20-yard pass under potent passers? Yep. 20 seconds left. Which player had the highest passer rating in week 17? Aaron Rodgers. Josh Allen. Well, one of you is correct, and that person is, of course, Fargo. He had a 145.7. He had a 147.9, according to my website. Oh, crap. So this week, I am right. 147.9 took two seconds off the clock. That was a 20-yard pass, so you are now first and 10 at the 40. He's going to drive down the field in 20 seconds. No, he's got 18 now. I'm going to go another 20-yard pass under potent passers. Most – okay, I'll ask it correctly. Which player had the most passing touchdowns in week 17? Tom Brady. Tied with? Aaron Rodgers. That is correct. Rush, I, I was hoping that you maybe would have got it. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady both threw four touchdowns. I'm trying to milk the clock oh, for you. Oh, Tom Brady threw three. No, they both threw four. Tom Bra- Cam Newton yeah. threw three. Lamar Jackson threw three. So yeah. Watson first, threw three as well. First and ten at Rush's 40 with 12 oh, seconds. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's do a 20-yard pass under opponent passers. In pro – Okay. <laughs> Because I, I just write the category now. Which player had the lowest prob- completion probability on a single completed pass in week 17? Aaron oh. Rodgers. Incorrect. No. Nine, eight, seven. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, crap. Cam Newton. I know it's not him. It, he plays for the freaking uh, backup QB. Yeah, I did. And that was incorrect. Nate Smithstone? That is, is also that incorrect. The correct answer, there's four seconds left, is Mason Rudolph to Deontay Johnson for a 47-yard pass. There was a Just before, yeah, there was like three minutes left in the 14. game. 14.9% chance of it being a completion, and Mason Rudolph completed it. And the Steelers almost came back, and that would have been I hilarious. Have four seconds, you say. You have four seconds. You're 40 yards away from the end zone. Don't do it. I would probably just – I mean, you you don't have a 40-yard play. So you either got a Hail Mary. I'll do a 20-yard pass for potent passers. Okay. Which player threw the most interceptions in week 17? Matt Ryan. Tua. <laughs> Tua is correct. <laughs> Two seconds. <laughs> Two seconds. Matt Ryan is not even the top four. Tua threw three interceptions. Two seconds left, 20 yards away. 20-yard pass? Oh, okay. No, I'm going to kick a field goal. Down, down the field in you, 20 you seconds. You have to answer it, but you only have two seconds to, to say. Wait, what? Yeah, there, you st- there's only two seconds left oh, in the half. Oh, crap. I thought that I'd get – No. Because it was a special teams question. No, I no, get more – t- no, Oh, no. Okay, right, never mind. I guess I'm going to 20-yard pass under potent passers. All right. I will say this. This is the tuck and run performance of the week. Actually, I'll oh say – no, no. Yeah, I have to. It's the Don't last week's that. 17 question. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> 
I will give you guys no. 10 seconds. I'll give you 10 seconds. But okay. I will also say, Rush, if you get this right, it's a touchdown for you. Just remember that. Whoever, oh, gonna get this now. whoever answers okay. it correctly, it's a touchdown. Tuck and run performance of the week. This player had what went 21 of 30 for a 70% completion percentage, 242 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, and 11 rushes for 79 yards. Lamar Jackson. Well, both of you got in and under the wire. It is, in fact, Cam Newton. So that means oh. it's 21. It would have been a, The funny thing is it would have been a touchdown either way, so it didn't need to be the tuck and run performance week. If anything, that helped you out, Rush, gave you a chance. Cam Newton went 21 of 30, 70% completions, 242 passing yards, three touchdowns, 11 rushes for 79, 79 yards, good for highest fantasy performance of the week. 21 to nothing is definitely our biggest lead at halftime. So, if anything, Rush, you're getting worse. Fargo, you're getting better. I don't so. think I'm getting worse. I think I just have sucked from the beginning. All right. Well, listen, either way, we will be right back with, with an abridged version of Wednesday Night Linebacker right after this. We are back with the Wednesday night linebacker for the wild card round of the playoffs. Can't believe it's already here. Uh, let's yeah. see how you guys did last week. I keep track of all that. So last week, Fargo, this is correct. You won. Uh, you are up forty-five dollars. You won one forty-five altogether. Rush, you are up one eighty-seven. You, Ewan, and Luke won the most. You, you all won one eighty-seven. I'm technically down two dollars because I only won ninety-eight dollars, and Smooth actually <laughs> actually won one hundred eighty dollars based on his seventy-nine dollar bet on the Texans barely covering. Mike the Beast won absolutely nothing. <laughs> Jesse won seventeen dollars, and Logan, one of our former contestants, won one hundred eighty-five dollars. But this week there are only six games to bet on, and I believe I did the math. You can bet ninety-five on one, five on the others. You can bet sixteen on five, and 20 on one. So whatever you guys want to do. For the first game, we have the kicking off wildcard weekend. We have the Indianapolis Colts going into Buffalo where the Bills are six and a half point favorites and the the total is set at 50.5. Rush? You know what we do here. We put one on the favorites and then 95 on one of them. All right, I'm going to put one on the Bills. One on the Bills. Very bold. Yeah. Fargo? Very I'm going to go ahead and put $50 on the Bills, dude. This is probably the hottest team in football right now, going up against an offense that can just fall asleep at times with with an old man Phillip Rivers under center. Yeah. I'm expecting them to at least win by a full possession. I'm not putting 50 on the Bills, but I'm in agreement with you guys. I'm going to put 16 on the Bills. I'm going to try to do this even, evenly. And I agree. Six and a half, I'll take that. The Colts... One, the Bills, the Bills, I think, are the only team that can really challenge the Chiefs in the AFC, in my opinion. So, yeah, <clears throat> excuse I me. agree. So for our next game, we have the Rams with maybe John Wolford at quarterback going into Seattle to play the Seahawks, where the Seahawks are somehow only three and a half point favorites. And the total is set at the lowest total of the weekend. Forty two point five Fargo. 
So I'm going to start this by saying a caveat. If Jared Goff starts, I'm going to go ahead and take the Rams just because this defense is built to go ahead and contain this Seattle offense. If he doesn't play, I can't see them keeping up regardless, though. So, so it would be $10 on the Seahawks if Goff doesn't play. And $10 on the Rams if he does? If he does. Just yep. to, at least to cover. Mm-hmm. Fargo. Uh, Rush, what do you, who do you like? Uh, I'm putting one on the Seahawks. Jesse very would be very proud of you. $1 on the Seahawks, three and a half points. I will take the Seahawks with $16. I almost want to take the over, but they are too – the Seahawks defense has really, really turned it around as of late after being historically the worst defense in the history of the NFL. Speaking of bad defenses, the Detroit Lions defense was historically the worst defense in the history of the Detroit Lions, and we have an 0-16. That's saying something. We have, yeah, we have an 0-16 season. And our defense nice. is worse in 2020 than it was in the 0-16 season. But I will also That's take right. the Seahawks over the Rams, no matter who plays. How about that, Fargo? Our final game on Saturday sees the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going into Washington to play the football team, where the football team is an eight-point underdog, and the total is set at 45.5. Rush, I think you have an interesting bet here. <laughs> so... As if you've paid attention to most of my bets, I never bet on the win- projected winners. I'm putting 95 on Washington. You never bet on the projected winners with your big bet because you only bet on the projected winners with your $1 bets. Okay, well, yeah, I don't put my main thing. Your big bet. You're putting $95 on the Reds on, on the Washington football team to either win or cover and lose by a touchdown or less. Yes. Fargo? So I'm going to just say that this is scripted. How is it possible that Tom Brady gets a free bye week when there's no bye weeks for anybody but one seats? <laughs> that is interesting. I'll go ahead I would and put $10 the on the Bucks. Saints. $10 on the Bucks. Hmm. You know like what I'm going to do? I'm going to take the over. I'm going to put $16 on the over. I'm gonna regret. I'm gonna, I'm gonna regret that. But 45.5 points is low, so whatever. Let's be crazy about it. 16 on the over. So moving on to our Sunday games, we have the first game is the Ravens going into Tennessee because they somehow won the division, where the Titans are three and a half point underdogs, and the total is the biggest total of the week at 54.5. What do you think about that, Fargo? So, I think that Baltimore got hot at the right time and that they have Lamar Jackson playing some of his best football he has all season. I will also add on that this Titans defense is atrocious, and I can see Baltimore getting to go up ahead and running early. I'll take Baltimore to cover, not to, yeah, to cover $10. Rush? I mean, hopefully Lamar Jackson wins after so far being 0-2 in the playoffs, specifically to the Titans. I'm going to put the one on Baltimore. Very, very confident. I This, to me, screams yeah. Ohio State-Clemson. And I think the Ravens are going to absolutely steamroll the Titans for ruining their number one seed last year, ruining their perfect season. I think the Ravens have like had this game circled, waiting for a rematch in the postseason mm-hmm. with them. And three and a half points is nothing. I The Titans' defense is terrible. I think Tannehill and Derrick Henry are great. But the Ravens, I think, could win by a touchdown, two touchdowns. You know, I mean, you get are... out ahead of them and you take Henry out of the game, just like Green Bay did. Then yep. 
I it doesn't agree. matter. Yeah, and, and the Ravens' the defense is at least as good as – yeah, we only have two games left. The Ravens' okay. defense is at least as good as the Green Bay Packers' defense right now, so they're playing yeah. great. So for our second game of Sunday, we have the Chicago Bears getting into the playoffs by the skin of their teeth on a loss, going into New Orleans to play the Saints, where the Saints are 10-point favorites. Rush? I'm going to put one very confidently on Drew Brees' last playoff run. One dollar on the Saints to cover to win by eleven or more. I don't know if I like that. Fargo. So I'm looking mainly at the under that I'm more intrigued by. The things that I'm still not sure who exactly is going to be playing for this uh, halfback room in New Orleans. And if you don't have Kamara, that's a big deal. I can see it being a low-scoring, scrappy game because that's what Chicago likes to do. I'll put ten dollars on the under. You know what? I'm going to put. I hate to say it, I'm going to put $16 on the Bears. I don't necessarily think they're going to win, but I don't know that they're going to get beaten by 11 or more points. You took the under. I'm going to take 16 on the Bears. And you know what they have? They have playoff Nick Foles. So we'll see what happens. You never know. Nick Foles is always much better in the playoffs. So for our last game, we have whoever's left in Cleveland going into Pittsburgh to play the Steelers, where the Steelers are somehow only six-point favorites, and the total is set at 47.5. Fargo? You took the words right out of my mouth. How is it only six points favorites? You lost your offensive play caller. You lost your offensive line coach. And you lost two other players that are actually big names. Uh, Joel Bonito being one of them. You're all pro left guard. I'll go ahead and take $10 on the Steelers to cover. Rush? And very confidently, I put $1 on the Steelers. And my, this will be my big bet of the week. I'm going to put the, my $20 bet on the Steelers because, again, only six-point favorites, and they just played last week. And the Steelers almost came back and won with their backups in. And it's in Pittsburgh. Not that that matters as much, but they don't have to travel. They get to be at home. So I think that the Steelers could – good for the Browns for, for ending their playoff drought, but I think it's going to be a pretty quick <laughs> – they're going to be pretty quickly out of the playoffs again. Just feels bad, man, for to be a true Browns fan. Like you finally get into the show, but you don't even get a fair shot in the show. Yeah, it does stink, but I mean, what are you gonna do? It's, it's, I mean, they are the Browns. Yeah, they're the Browns. We're the Lions. The refs take our touchdowns away and and call terrible calls on roughing the passer because we tackle a quarterback. But yeah, because you hit him. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Anyways, <laughs> that's the wild card edition of Wednesday Night Linebacker. We will be right back with the second and final half of the Week 17 edition of Tuck and Run after this. back with the second and final half of the week 17 edition of tuck and run where we have a score of 21 to 0 in favor of who else but fargo all right 21 to nothing <laughs> i think i know how, i think i know how this game is going to end but guess what first and 10 at the 20 fargo <laughs> Let's see. We'll go ahead and do a 10 yard run Ten remarkable yard runners run remarkable runners we haven't touched special team. We haven't touched special teams or defense. Don't talk about it. All right, I'm just <laughs> saying. Uh, your first question is, which running back had the highest yards per carry average in Week 17? 
and you make a run. So it is John. I knew that. It is Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, or J.K. Dobbins. Jonathan Taylor. Right. Is incorrect. He had the second highest at 8.4. There's a player who had significantly higher than that. Oh. Highest I've seen all season. Oh. It's going to be J.K. Dobbins, dude. Did he only have like to touch the ball like 10 times? And how many yards did he run for in 10 ca- carries? I don't know. About 100. All right. Well, you guess what? You're not getting credit if you don't answer the whole thing. Time he, up. he had the highest efficiency, didn't he? J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, he was the most efficient. J.K. Dobbins. He couldn't have gone for like <laughs> 10 for like 160. That's ridiculous. No, not that high. J.K. Dobbins averaged 12.3 yards per carry. In week seventeen, yeah, and he so had like, to—he had to have one... had yes, he had to have had at least ten carries because they don't show up in here if they have a mi- less than ten carries. So twelve point three, ten yard run, first and ten at the thirty. What would you like to do? Didn't start the clock. That's great. What would you like to do? <laughs> Sorry, I'll do Rich. a ten yard run. Remarkable runners. Which player had the most rushing yards in week? 17 was it run jk dobbins who had 160 yards fyi derrick henry jonathan taylor or nick chubb taylor jonathan taylor well you are right rush but fargo did say it first (coughs) i I wish you would like to say the you would say the first name but jonathan taylor and how many yards did he have uh, he had more than 250. I know Derek that. Derek Henry had 250 on the dot. Uh, that's why I know he had more than 250. Jonathan Taylor <laughs> had 253 yards, no. which is wow. crazy. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor had to end up having a really good rookie year. So, first and 10 at the 40. I'll make it a 10-yard pass. Remarkable runners. Mm-hmm. Just draining these categories. Which player ran for the most rushing yards over – expected on a single rush in week 17. Why did I go pass? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Was it? I'll give you a hint in 12 seconds. Oh, I forgot. Who was it? Who was it? This player um, is a rookie. J.K. Donovan. Ah, that is right, Rush. You're Probably your first correct answer of the, of the night. <laughs> J.K. Dobbins. No, I got, I got, a, I got well, the Well, as far as I'm concerned, that's your first right answer. J.K. Yay. Dobbins <laughs> was anticipated, expected to get four yards rushing on a play that he took 72 yards. So that's Not crazy. Jonathan Taylor was third. He was also expected to get four, and he went 56 yards. Brian Hill was second, and Travion Williams was third. And that means it is second and twenty back at the thirty. Now just for first that, I'll do a twenty yard pass <laughs> under radical receivers. All right. Twenty I yard pass out of radical receivers. Which player had the most receiving yards in week seventeen? Marvin Jones. That is correct. You told us that earlier. Yeah, well it doesn't matter what I told you. Um, are you paying attention? I don't put the, I don't pick the order that you guys pick these plays in. All right, so, uh, twenty yard pass first and ten at the fifty. I'll do a ten yard run. Radical receivers. Ten yard run. Radical receivers. This is the last week seventeen. Radical receivers. Which player had the most yards 
after catch on a single play over what was he? So the same question I just asked, but for receipt yards after catch. In other words, this player was anticipated to get X amount of yards, but he got this many more than that. So which player had the most yards after catch on a single play? You know, I'm going to go with Judy with that 92-yarder. <sighs> it's almost not fair because you live in Denver and you definitely watch the game. Yep. <laughs> Jerry Judy did that 92-yard touchdown. And after yards after contact, yards after catch, he was anticipated or expected to get 21 yards. He got 71 yards after. Just a long touchdown catch. I would have gotten it wrong anyway. The other three answers, the other, the top four were Jerry Judy, Chris Godwin, Brashard Perriman, and Justin Jackson. I would have guessed Jackson if it wasn't for Judy because I know that he had a nice little screen. Was that a 20 or 10 yard? It was a 10. Uh, 10. Yeah, I think it was a 10 too. First and 10 at the 40. Rushes what are my available available spots again? My available special spots. teams. Uh, there's a runner one, defenders, special teams, and fantasy football. <sighs> Who are you going to take my pride and joy? I'll go fantasy football, 10-yard pass. 10-yard <clears throat> pass out of fantasy football. Pay attention, Rush. This is – no, there's a couple more. Which player had the most f- overall fantasy points in week oh, 17? And this Cam is Newton. A- incorrect. Cam Newton had the second Wait, highest. What did he say? Cam Newton. And Cam Newton had the second highest. <sighs> I will give you a hint in eight seconds. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, yep, got it. This player is in the oh. AFC South. Yeah, okay, I know who it is. Oh, no, gosh, I have no clue. See, that's because you weren't paying attention because I already oh, gave this wait. answer way earlier. Is it Deshaun Watson? No, it's Brandon Cooks. It is, in fact, uh, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks? Brandon Cooks had 39.6 oh. points because KPR. of PPR. That's, we did just talk about this. Yeah. Would you like to yeah. tuck and run? Oh, no. Not you. Yeah, okay. sure. You need I'll to answer four correctly before he does. Oh, this is a topical one. Name the top seven new playoff teams in 2020. Top seven new playoff teams? There are se- not Browns? top seven. It's just there's seven oh. new playoff teams. Browns, Bears. You can answer two, Bucks. Russ. Yep. Yeah, I know. Um, one more. Colts. All right, Touchdown. It's down. What are the other three? Um, give me a second. So Twenty-eight. Nothing, by the way. Bills. No, Bills made it last. Oh, week. incorrect. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You got the touchdown. <laughs> so the correct answer is Bears, Browns, Colts, Rams, Steelers, Bucks, and. Washington football team. That one was the easiest. Oh, okay. Well, that was a gimme. I'm just stupid. So, first and 10, down 28 to nothing. I don't think 28 points have ever been scored. Nothing personal. Rush, he's trying to see how many he can score total. First and 10. He's going to get to 50. <laughs> Maybe. I get to 35. He's gonna, at least 35. All right. What's well, 30? Well, let me also just say 35 points. 28 points, I think, might be the most points scored total in a tuck and run game. And it's scored by one person. 35 would You're definitely be the most, the most I'm points. sorry. Anyways, first and 10 at the 20. How many fantasy football questions do we have left? You have one. <laughs> one. <laughs> go one. big or go home. I'm going to lose anyway, most likely. So 30-yard pass, fantasy football. You could always do a run to give yourself options. <laughs> I could do a run, but then that's going to make right. it easier. On Which even though running back scored the most points in week 
I will remind you, this is PPR in week yeah. 17. Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Rush, this is your category. <laughs> no, it's my category. <laughs> How many points did Jonathan Taylor score? I literally put this category into tuck and run because of you, Rush. How many points did Jonathan Taylor score? Like 35, roughly. Derrick Henry scored 35. <sighs> J.K. Dobbins, 28. Alexander Madison, 29.5. What's the correct answer, Rush? Uh, Fargo? 38.4. Sometimes I think you should turn your camera on so I can see whether or not you're completely cheating. But th- that is a turnover. You told us that one earlier as well, man. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Turnover, first and 10, 20 yards from the end zone. Let's do a 10-yard pass, no run, dauntless defenders. Here's your chance, Rush, to do something. Yeah. All right, dauntless defenders for the, the first question on defense. Which player – you did run, right? Yes, thank God. Mm-hmm. You would never have got this. Which player had the most solo tackles in week 17? Is it oh, Jalen yeah. Smith, Deron Harmon, Tracy Walker, or Tanner Vallejo, who I believe is a linebacker? Tracy Walker. Tracy Walker is, in fact, correct. Don't know how you knew that. He had 11 I, solo I didn't tackles. know. Oh, well, good guess. First and tw- second and 20 at the 30. Let's do another 10-yard run under Dauntless Defenders. You're just lucky that he's not challenging you, Rush. <laughs> Although, you would have to answer another defensive question. So, it w- And it would oh, be this no. question. Which player... Did you say pass? No, run. 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 Which player had the most interceptions in week 17? Was it Josh Norman, Dean Marlowe, Adrian Amos, or Troy Hill? Troy Hill. Incorrect. Give me them again. Troy Hill, Josh Norman, Adrian Amos, or Dean Marlowe? I'll go with Dean Marlowe. Who is Dean Marlowe? I know that Josh Norman had one. Who I know is? That Amos you tell me right one. now what team Dean Marlowe is on. I don't know. I'm just doing process of elimination here. Josh Norman, Adrian Amos, Troy Hill had one. Dean Marlowe had two. I don't. I don't know what team he is on. I. I. I, I don't know. Well, one of you can look it up. First and third and ten at the twenty. It is Dean what Marlowe. The, what things do I have to choose again for week seventeen? Yeah. There's still another running back question. Oh, I'll do a 10-yard run under – no, 10-yard pass under uh, Remarkable Runners. Which player saw the most – you did a pass. Good luck. Which pl- – wait a minute. I don't even know who that player is now that I think about it. Which player saw the highest percentage of eight-man boxes in Week 17? Oh. I don't know. I don't even – I got to – you know what? You guys – Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry is incorrect. Talk it out because I don't know who this player is. I have to look the stat up again. Okay. So – I'm thinking that it's going to have to be in like more of a weather game type deal. And Sony Michelle always runs for a lot of uh, eight yard boxes. So like, I think Sony Michelle should be in the mix. I would go with Jonathan Taylor as well, just because, uh, I mean, he had a really good game and you got to start stacking the box against that. What's your answer? I thought we were talking it out. Okay. Well, time's up. What's your answer? Oh, um, I'll go with uh, Jonathan Taylor. Okay. 
Oh, you know what? I I wrote the percentages wrong. Okay, never mind. I do the the guy I wrote at the top was Antonio Williams. I don't even know who Antonio Williams is. Apparently. Oh, Anto- he's a yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, never mind. I was thinking of Gibson. I was thinking Antonio Gibson. Yeah, never Antonio. Mind. Yeah, me too. Antonio Williams is a Buffalo running back who had 12 carries and never even heard of him before. That is not the correct answer. The correct answer is Cam Akers. Cam Akers had 57.14. Oh, well, I don't know who Cam Akers is. Yeah, I do too. I just said that. I wrote the, <laughs> the order down wrong. But listen, it doesn't matter. I gotta keep. I gotta keep you honest. So guess what? That's incorrect. That was a pass. You can tuck and run, though. I'm going to tuck and run. You need to answer two correctly. He already tucked. He already tucked. On the last you can do drive. Extra drive. On the last drive. He has not tucked <laughs> on this drive, which is not what we call that, by the way. It's not tucking and running. Just, it's not going to be called short, tucked. I just named it okay. <laughs> All right. Which – oh, no. I'm sorry. Name the top seven quarterbacks in completion percentage in week 17. You need to name two of them before he does. Josh Allen. That is correct. I'll say Aaron Rodgers. That you know, is... Mitch Trubisky did right. not have Sean a lot Watson. of drops because he went short. So Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen cancel out. You have 30 seconds. Deshaun Mitch, Watson. Deshaun... Mitch Trubisky. All right, those also cancel out. Those are both correct. Oh, gosh. There's three more, and there's 20 seconds. <sighs> I'll tell you for a fact, you're not going to get one of these. <laughs> I'll tell you that for a fact. There's a limited amount of... There's nine seconds, eight seconds. There's a limited amount of passes you have to do, correct? I'll do Cam Newton. That's correct. That's 10 yards. <laughs> oh, that's time. That's time. 40 seconds. So you gain 10, which makes it first and 10, because it would have been four at the 10, but not a Who's touchdown. So in order, Aaron Rodgers, Mitch Trubisky, Josh Allen, Chad Henney was one you were never going to get. Yeah, I was going to get that one. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Justin Herbert and Cam Newton. That's the top seven. First and ten at the ten, with a minute until the one minute warning. Just do five yard runs. <laughs> no, don't. I'll do a five yard, ten yard pass under dauntless defenders. Your question is, which player had the most sacks in Week Seventeen? Why did I do a pass? <laughs> <laughs> this is a well known player on a well known team. JJ Watt, not that well known. He didn't even he didn't even suit up this week, did he? No, he did because he, he was did. he was caught on camera apologizing to Deshaun uh-huh. Watson, the most JJ Watt thing ever. Yeah, true. So JJ Watt is incorrect and not in the top four. Fifteen seconds. Uh, Can I get another hint? Yeah, I'll give you one hint. This player is in the AFC East. Excuse me. Yeah, okay, I don't know. All right, the correct answer is Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams had three sacks in Week 17. That was a pass, but you already tucked and run, tucked and ran, tucked. So it is second and 10 at the 10. I'll do a 10-yard run at Dauntless Defenders. All right. Which player ran the most yards to make a single tackle, oh, one-minute warning, in Week 17? Was it... J.C. Jackson, Nasir Adderley, Chris Claybrooks, or Antoine Winfield Jr.? Antoine Winfield Jr. Is incorrect. He ran the fourth most yards to make a single tackle on a run. Give me the ones again. Chris Claybrooks, Clay Brooks, J.C. Jackson, Nasir Adderley. J.C. Jackson. Is also incorrect. There are Whoa. 44 seconds left. It is if third, I could hold him to field goal this drive, that'd be perfect. Nasir Adderley. Ran 73.3 yards to make a tackle on a pass play. Third and 10 at the 10. 
I'll do a 10 yard. What What are my options? What, am, what categories aren't gone? Still have one more defender and all the special teams. <laughs> That's it. Oh, no. Ran through all the questions on your offensive drives. Yeah, you did. I'll go ahead and do a 10 yard pass under spectacular special teams. Why would you do pass on special teams? Which player made the attempted the most punts in week 17? Oh my god. Why did I do that? <laughs> Why are you like this, Fargo? Why are you the way you are? <laughs> I don't know. I'll give you a hint in a few seconds. Can we name the team instead of the player? Sure. Okay. The hint is AFC North. Browns. Incorrect. Bengals. That is correct. I don't yes. know what that means. It was a pass, so it's fourth and 20. <laughs> yeah. Do a 20 yard pass. Special, spectacular special teams. 20 yard pass. Special teams. Why are you? <laughs> Why are you the way you are? All right, here we go. Which player made the most? There's 18 seconds left in the game. Fourth and, fourth and 20, 20-yard 20 pass. <laughs> if you stop him here, we'll consider this a win rush. Which player <laughs> made the most extra points in week 17? 15 seconds. Fairburn? That is incorrect. No. 10 seconds. Who's the name of the Buffalo kicker? Can't tell you. Oh, I know who it is. Five seconds. Four. I don't know his three, name. Two. These are not punters. You should, that's it. That's game. Could have had 35 points. Yeah, what's his name? Ashka? Nope. No, he's, I, think he's his, I don't know the Buffalo kicker's So name. I will what tell you this. Game? The game is over. You win 28 to nothing. I will tell Yay. you. On, on punters, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'll give you the team. But on kickers, you should know the name. Tyler Bass. Tyler Bass made how many extra points? He this, had to have made eight. That's, that's crazy. how many touchdowns. They, he made eight extra points. That's absolutely absurd. But I was going through like who scored the most touchdowns this week. It's like it had to be a Buffalo. As expected, Fargo, <laughs> you win. Congratulations. Rush, thank you for joining us. Thank you for always being a, a good loser. And Yay. that means you have two minutes to <laughs> rant and run. Hopefully you don't get disconnected like last week. Because if you do, Rush will get your opportunity to talk. Starting right. now. <gasps> so I, I actually want to bring this to more of a just – Let's be real here, guys. I mean, earlier today, we had some stuff going on in Washington, D.C., where we actually had our Capitol building, like, gone through by a mob. And I just want to have us actually talk about that for a bit and make sure that we all understand that, you know what, at the end of the day, we're all the same people together. We're Americans. Let's put aside our differences and start loving one another instead of hating one another like we are right now. That's all I have to say. I hope you guys have a good night. Thank you for that, Fargo. I couldn't agree more. In these uncertain times, we really need to focus on coming together as a nation and as a people to try and work through our differences for the greater good of all of us. We certainly do not need to agree on everything, and even not on most things, but it wouldn't hurt to practice a little empathy and hear each other out. The sooner we realize we're all in this together, that there is no they, they are us, the sooner we can begin to move forward as a united people like we were always intended to be, living in these United States of America. So for Fargo, for Captain Rush, I'm Dale Tucker, reminding you that we can all be a little better. This has been a Tucker Punch production, and we're out. You're gonna battle, you're gonna fight, when
Cause you're gonna be alright Regardless of the scoreboard You can do anything that you work for Do it for us Do it for one another Do it for yourself And do it for each other Regardless of the scoreboard Regardless of the scoreboard Scoreboard I'm not gonna lie They had us the first time We started slow But we're always gonna finish fast It's gonna be hard It's gonna be tough You're gonna battle, you're gonna fight Win or lose, you're gonna be alright